It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Although not so much streaming. Definitely in theaters and classic films as well. We definitely did some streaming, but we not for this. Streaming. But not for this podcast. Streaming. Oh well, yeah, we did. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello! Yes. And uh, also we have the Merman, who's keeping it real at the Calgary International Film Festival this week. And he also found some time to watch some uh, new releases. How do you how do you do all this? How, how many balls do you have in the air right now, literally? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there like 40? Yeah, something like that. 40 I, balls in the air. I just don't sleep. And two huge balls. Murray loves balls. So with the introductions out of the way, let's... Ball Rage on. on. Thanks to all of supporting us. If you love our dependent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by buying us some balls and joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film, and we will watch it if it played anywhere in the world, even at a film festival. Now, let's get to Raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a a Liam Neeson or superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Something's bubbling. Yes. Got some special effects happening today. Is that what that is? Yeah, listen. Here it comes. This is the effervescence of our merman seeping into your pores. Yeah. All right, Mer. We have got to see three movies in cinemas. You got to see And the amazing merman is going to predict what Bryce and I <clears throat> is going to rate these things. So, Dumb Money. Well, what do you think? D- Dumb Money was like the first film actually at the festival this year, which was sold out and I didn't get to see. But mm-hmm. luckily it came out two days later. Yes. <laughs> Uh, based on the trailer and what I've seen of it, I figured you may have given it a Mondo. Yes. I'm pretty sure Bryce may have given it a meh. Okie dokie. Mm. If not a rage. All right. Oh, if not a rage. He's going, wow. he's, he's half and down. So he gets half points if he gets either of those no, right. Oh, you give it a meh. All right. He probably hit laugh at some parts. All right. Now it lives inside. Uh, Potentially yeah. your bunghole. Yeah, these two are probably pretty easy. I'm pretty sure you both raged on it. Mm. On It Lives Inside? Yeah. Okie dokie. Uh, Expendables, I would be shocked <laughs> if you two gave it anything other than a rage. 
This was a pretty predictable week, by the way. It was pretty predictable, yeah, but I, mean, I don't know if he got them all right. We're going to have to find out. Yeah, he didn't get them all right. I didn't. Oh. Because we it? gave Expendables sure 4 I, a Mondo. That's yeah. Right. And we both went in Mondo on Expendables <laughs> 4. <laughs> No, we Spend didn't. forbles. That's right. Sforbles? Forbles. Right. Expend forbles. Expend forbles. There's a four instead of an A. Ah, Spamforbles. All right, so we saw Dumb Money, which also played at the Calgary International Film Festival, which we're going to be talking about again this week. But today we're not talking about it, other than talking that it's on right now. So It's playing everywhere. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, get your tickets. And also, they have uh, their shorts packages will be available online. We're going to mention this again in probably another five minutes. But, Bryce, tell us about Dumb Money. It's a movie about family. It's all about the family. Yeah. That's all I so got. So it's like, it's like um, Fast and Furious franchise? It's, it's exactly like the Fast and the Furious. Except it's a biopic. Except it's a biopic. Isn't Fast and the Furious a biopic? No, Fast and the Furious is not a biopic. It feels I, like a biopic. I thought all that stuff actually happened. Oh, the science. Based on a is, true story. It's based on a true science fact. Is maybe it's just inspired by a true story. Oh, okay. This one's pretty much based on a true story, though. Okay, it's not yeah. really inspired. They're yeah. actually telling the story. Yeah, yeah, they're telling it, yeah. Yeah, it's about the... Uh, that schmo that was buying all the GameStop stock and convincing a bunch of other mm-hmm, schmoes mm-hmm, to do mm-hmm, the same. Mm-hmm. Trying the to take guy, down yeah, the... Mm-hmm. Game take stock down Wall Street. Trying to stick it to the man. Sticking it to the man. Um, it stars uh, Paul Dano. And he is, as per usual, very, very good. He plays Keith Gill. He does play Keith Gill, who was the dude... Not the dude from The Big Lebowski. That's a different dude. He is the kitty. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, it was a movie, and I watched it. And and it also had Pete Davidson in it as yep. his brother. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were very good as brothers. Yep. I liked the dynamic. Between they almost the two. felt like brothers, didn't they? They did, which is weird because they look nothing alike. But I'm I'm I was buying in that these two were related. I don't know. I didn't look anything like my brother, but I think my brother was actually the mailman's brother no the milkman the mailman i had a brother like that we had three brothers that kind of looked the same and then one with flaming red hair what are we talking about we're talking about the we're brothers. talking about dumb money the dumb money no you're not you're talking about your family now <laughs> no because dumb money was about family it's all about the family murray murray's an only child so he can't relate that's right <laughs> oh. all right so did you think anything else about dumb money uh is that is that is that all you want to say about dumb money? Just who was in Dummy? Just who was in it, and that they they did a good job. All right. So what, what would you rate it? It was meh. Okay. So it was. Meh. I liked it. All right. Well, let me tell you what I thought about dumb money. You kind of already said this a little bit, although I can't. Don't I have I don't a fucking think- clue what you said? <laughs> but the cast in this was extremely awesome. Inclusive of, but not limited to, Nick Offerman, Paul, Paul Dano, Pete Davidson, America Ferrara, Nick Offerman, thank yes. you. Oh, yeah. And Seth Rogen was okay. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. He, he actually, for, and every, for Seth Rogen, like that's, he is in everything. that's saying, no, really? Sometimes really, he's terrible yeah, on something. Terrible. Yeah, so this is one of those biopics that has people watch it just to say, fuck you, the man. 
and say things like, where my pussy at? And you can say that nonstop as many times as you want and kind of be, uh, they use the re- retard word a lot mm. because it was, they kind of owned it somehow. I don't know. You, I didn't think that was a thing, but I guess in social media world, if you call yourself a retard, then you can own that word. I don't even know what you're talking about. I guess about. that's, maybe that's what happened. So the sensation that is the market, plus a TikTok world during COVID, allowed the world to do to Wall Street what Bitcoin tried to do and failed miserably. This has some great humor, an unsung hero to root for in Paul Dano. It's fun. It's really fun. This movie is fun because you got to scream at the screen. Where's my pussy at? As many times as you want it. I didn't scream that once. I was screaming it all the time. That's literally all I could think about. Where's my pussy at? You might have been thinking it. I was sitting beside you. You never. I was saying. It. I was saying it out loud. You fell asleep a little few times. I didn't. Well, I might have. Yeah, I like this a lot, especially the cast. But now sleeping through movies. Yeah, he's sleeping through a lot of that movies. That was my thing. But it's now, now Bryce has taken on the baton. I here. didn't sleep through this. Are you sure? Look pretty glossy eyed. I've been say. glossy eyed for a week yeah, exactly. because of this Calgary International Film Festival. I've watched forty movies he's, in like five he's days. So, he Murray, he doesn't have the stamina he used to have. Apparently, he's getting old. Exactly. So that, but this is a biopic, and I'm not convinced after watching this that we got the full story. We got the filtered and completely biased story that Hollywood wanted us to see. I'll run naked with my dick out into lightning for the doc about this. But until then, it's pretty good. It's a meh. Yeah. Yeah. So Mer's batting 500. Yeah. Still pretty good odds, Mer. I thought you might love it. Yeah. You know what? I like Paul Dano. He was great. Actually, every single actor in this was at the top of their game, except Seth Rogen. Pete Davidson was the most Pete Pete Davidson you could get. Pete Davidson, every time he's in something, it's... He's it's just, just a, like, why is he not in every I, movie? Sometimes I feel like he's not even following the script. and I think they just let him be himself. I think himself. they just let him ramble sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, all right. I, I I have yet to see. You know what? I, if Murray didn't hate Pete Davidson so much, I, I would say he's mesmerizing. I don't hate him. But man. he's never five minutes in I a movie. So. <laughs> That's true. So maybe, maybe that's why the he's one. so good. Yeah, for maybe the, for the five minutes. Too much Pete Davidson might not. No, because that movie he did about the King of Kensington or whatever it was called. I uh, forget. The King of Staten Island. Yeah, he he was pretty good in that. He he lasted the whole movie. Yes, and he was awesome. There you go. Yeah. So, Mer, did you actually get to eventually see this? All right. Well, what do you think you would have given it? Just you know, eyeball. I don't it. know. Based on the cast, probably. In what do you? think you would have given it what i don't know i'm just silly. curious what he thinks he might have liked about it i don't think i would have loved it i think it would have been okay so who in the cast would you say is one of your favorites do you like any love you any love of shailene cast? woodley or whatever. yeah you yeah. like, like shailene nick woodley. offerman he's all right yeah nick offerman is like i never I think watched brilliant. i never liked his show but i think he's funny outside of that i think nick offerman is kind of an underrated actor i think so I think too because he too. He, he has a lot of range he, and he's a solid solid character actor and that yep. uh, was that uh yes yes play out loud live out loud yeah that out loud where it's him and his daughter and they're making a song and i don't know it is he carries that film and he is pretty amazing yeah he you know what he's 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 solid He's absolutely solid. Live out loud, I think it's called. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, it's probably that. Nick Offerman, we like you. A Keep lot. doing what you're doing. Yeah. 
You're almost mesmerizing. All right. If you were in a movie for five minutes. So what are we doing next? A haunting in Venice? It lives inside. So. What? Yeah, it lives inside. When are we going to do the Kenneth Branagh movie? We did that last week. What? Yeah, we did. All right. <laughs> see what you see so what we good do you see what we do you see again. do you see what we have to deal with people with him? He's like he's even on holidays and he's still Anyways, mentally deranged. Just let me know when we're I kinda doing, wanna own let the me word. know when we're doing I kinda the, wanna own the R words. So let me know when we're doing the new Nick Cage movie, the All retirement right. plan. Okay, that was last week too. All right, it lives inside. I'm going to tell you what the Hindus Hindus have known for years. The message of this film is just like demons, as with people, do not let them eat meat. If you keep it vegan, the world is going to be a much better place. Isn't that right, Bryce? I would agree with that. All right. So the Hindus have known this. They don't want to eat meat because the meat could be with their their long lost grandmother or grandfather. So mm-hmm. good on you, Hindus. Demon Indian American films are not ones that we have seen very often in the past, but what I can tell you is that like all other demon films, they sure love their crackling. And maybe also, like most demon movies, there is a lot of force-like demon powers that come and go and never the same each time they are there. Sometimes the demon is super powerful and crack necks like toothpicks, And apparently, sometimes, it's beaten up by a 16-year-old girl who doesn't have a fucking clue what she's doing. This had so much opportunity to make this original and creative a film by using a demon we don't know anything about from another culture, bring so much awesome to the demon world to our North American senses, but it falls into the regular demon traps that has teenagers that find demons do demon things, apparently in every culture. But what this does is this movie centers around a time of year that apparently the entire community is praying in thanks of defeating the very same demon that the teenagers have to take on. So that was kind of a spin on demons. And then instead of taking the problem to their parents who apparently know what they are doing, like the whole pray thing, she tries to solve the problem by herself. Wait a minute. That kind of sounds like it would happen in a non-Indian demon film. I watched this movie and I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so I understand if she didn't do that, if she would have just taken it to her parents, we might not have had a whole movie here because the parents would have helped her solve it right from the very beginning. Take the demon to her parents? Well, if she would have said like, hey, by the way, I'm fighting this demon and Tamara was, you know, kidnapped by the demon, but instead of her trying to solve the mystery by herself, trying to Kenneth Branagh her way out of it, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, it would have only been a 20-minute movie. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah, but, you know, so because of that, I'm kind of debating whether or not that would have been the right choice and that it was only a 20-minute movie. Mm. But all in all, it's a demon movie, so barring anything truly awful, it's at least watchable. Indian demon Get rid of the force-like powers, clean up the writing and nonsense, and maybe I'd be a little bit happier to see part two, which I'm assuming has something to do with her having to poop because she had to eat a bunch of stuff because the demon's potentially inside her bowels. Yeah. And 
because based on the fact that the star of the show mm. who is Hindu and now has to eat meat, I'm assuming she's going to come back for this part too. Mm. So because of that reason that it's a little different spin on the demon culture, which I like, and it didn't have too much crackling. I'm going to give it a little man because right. it's a demon movie. Cool. Now, Mer, did you see the demons? What? What are you talking about? Uh, it lives there, inside. Was there demons? I don't know. He was invisible. I couldn't see anything. Uh, this was basically the Indian version of the Boogeyman, which I've seen numerous times in other cultures. It's the same story. This is just the Indian version, mm. which is fine. I just don't know anything about it. Uh, I personally think PG horror films should be outlawed. There was basically no blood or gore. Uh, spoiler alert, nobody dies. You think they do, but apparently they don't. Wait, they barely get injured. Didn't someone die? No. The guy who blew himself on fire, he died. Well, that was different. He, he was a suicide. But he wasn't killed by the demon. Didn't those two kids at the summer camp at the beginning die? Yeah. Wasn't I think that Friday did. the 13th? Oh, that's a long <laughs> movie. We also watched that, too. It was a very long day. <laughs> So yeah, so, so kids, we did a podcast. Then we saw Friday Thirteenth for Future. Then we went to the movies. Then they went to the festival. So I'm wondering, Bryce is tired all the time. <laughs> and he's mixing up every movie that he saw. Exactly. Are we doing Haunting in Venice this week? <laughs> but by the way, that in this demon movie, it wasn't the mother that did it. No, no, it was the demon. She wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> All right, what else you got to say? Ah, uh, no, it was it was too slow. And like Bryce, I had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> there was no real payoff. It wasn't scary at all. I had a weak story. Too many horror movie cliches. Yeah, it was a rage. Uh, wow, I hated, I hated it. Okay. <laughs> well, keep in mind that demon crackling is not one of Murray's favorite genres. Although. When we get to watch The Exorcist coming up in a couple of weeks, it mm. may change him. There we go. All right. All right, Brycey Poo. Yes. Yeah, so now that you know that this isn't Friday the 13th, part <laughs> right. 17. So those two kids weren't at the beginning. No. They were, yeah. No, Um. it lives inside. Uh, all I really remember is that there's, there's definitely a demon in it. Sometimes he's invisible, but in if he's in like the shadows, sometimes you can see him, which doesn't make sense because he's in the shadows. You can see his eyes sometimes. You see his eyes, but no, you actually saw him. Like, why did you see him sometimes and you didn't see him other times? Because he's a demon. You do whatever the fuck he wants. But anyways, the, the whole thing is, is he's, he's like trapped in a jar and then he's not trapped in a jar. Because she dropped the jar. Yeah. So now he's got a way out. Yeah. So... At some point, and I don't want to have spoilers, but at some point, the, the demon gets eaten. Well, there's all sorts of ways to get out of the human body. There's orifices everywhere. So why? But, okay, but the, in The Exorcist, when Reagan was pooing, I mean, we saw her make pea soup. She obviously was eating some pea soup. Yeah. But in, in, you know, the I want to say the start of demon movies, which is like for most people, The Exorcist. Okay. She was pooping probably all the time and the demons didn't leave. But why? Why not? Why Be, didn't? Because why can't the, demons, the demon can't get the demons the holding demon on to her organs. It's holding what on I'm to thinking organs. is that you know, in order to keep the demon at bay, every time she poops, she's probably got to eat her own poop so that the demon, because the demon's probably in the poop, gonna right? release. Well, why does she poo, poo into a jar too? You know, these are the things we don't know, but maybe they'll be answered in part two. 
It'll be called. On that note, it lives inside. Have you the ever, poo? Have you ever heard the song "Poop in a Jar"? Yeah, I've uh, also by, seen by the hill, two two AC, girls, one AC jar. Oh no, that's a cup. That's AC Dixie. Yeah, poop in a jar. Yeah, no, Keeping I, your poop in a jar. Sounds like so uh, I can remember what you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but now that's the only song I want to listen to this afternoon. But oh, it's so good. All right, poop well, in a jar. So, so does that have anything to do with what's going to happen? Actually, I think it's called keeping your poop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> funny how he can remember that but he doesn't know what movies we watched okay sorry week. what were we talking we were about? talking about whether or not you thought there was enough demon crackling in this movie to bring it to a meh or was was murray correct that you gave it a rage well i because that i didn't understand how the demon gets trapped inside a body and when there's nothing but orifices to come out there's like eyeballs and ear holes even though demons are in people all the time and yeah so if they want to get out why don't they just get out but they can be trapped in a jar? It doesn't hold water. There you so go. that makes this a rage. Okay, there you go. So Murray's still batting 500 here. I uh, think I'm having a really strong podcast. Yeah, this is probably yeah. your best. Actually. I think I'm, I'm on my game today. This is this is like, hello, you're fantastic. <laughs> is this you and your game? Yeah. I'm on my game. All right, scary. well then let's just wait to see how game this gets. When the Murr talks about exfordables. <laughs> uh, expendables four, or if you're sexy, expendables. Expendables. And we and and FYI, you are sexy, my friends. So the band is back together for a fourth time, sort of. Um, except this time they're working for some kind of government agency. Uh, like they have bosses and high-tech equipment and they go on assignments and didn't they do that before no they were hitmen they basically went and they did jobs for money they had their own team they didn't answer to anybody yeah oh, this, this one remember. it was like they had bosses and stuff well everybody's got uh a boss. yeah i actually like the boss. i actually liked the first three what? Uh, and no, i you love didn't. watching old people kick ass yeah you do unfortunately for me that genre has finally worn out what murray uh keanu was in his 50s doing john wick denzel was almost 70 doing equalizer mm-hmm. the list goes on uh this movie didn't even have that many old action stars in it. Um, Stallone disappears right near the start. Uh, Dolph is probably the only old fart in this. And they like to make fun of him all the they way. Fun of it. Yeah, the fact that he actually needs, uh, know, <laughs> needs glasses and he's a sniper. 50 at least. Uh, he's not as old as Dolph. No, he's not as old as But the as rest Dolph, of them are all kids. Man. They're not old people. They're not expendable. They're still youngins. Megan Fox has got to be 40. Yeah, but she's still hot, so it's different. Mm. Actually, I have no idea. Maybe she's not Um, The bad guy (laughs) twist in this was painfully obvious from the second he showed up. And I'm not talking about the Asian badass. Mm. Um, They replaced Antonio Banderas with a younger, less charismatic version. There was no Wesley, no Terry Crews. Just a bunch of talentless no-names. Mm. Um, yeah, except for that one guy who was helping Statham there. He was kind of funny. But yeah, yeah much he... as I actually did enjoy the first three because I like seeing old action stars from the 80s still kicking ass. 
mm. and then making fun of it. Oh, you're meaning Al Garcia. No, Andy Garcia. Oh, right. I mixed Andy those. Pacino. No, Andy no the, guy who Andy was, the guy who was helping Statham. Yeah, Andy Pacino. I remember Andy no, Pacino. The, 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 the guy who was in the Expendables before, but he retired. Yeah, yeah. He, Andy, Andy didn't want, didn't want to let his beast out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Andy Pacino. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so what? Um, uh, yeah, no. This, this is a rage. I mean, what? Murray? Yeah. It just, I like action, senseless action movies. This one was just stupid. Because <laughs> I was sitting beside Jim and I basically predicted every single thing that was going to happen for the whole 90 minutes. <laughs> well, wait till you hear more about what I have to say about that oh, in a minute. <laughs> well, wait, does that ruin it for you? Because <laughs> you were, wait, I want to have my say when I say mine. Bryce, what do you think about this? Expendables 4. Was also not Friday the 13th. Yeah, no, I, I kind of vaguely remember this one. Um, <laughs> there, no, he I've did re- go to the bathroom he went to the bathroom twice. three times. He intentionally drank four <laughs> liters. No, four, uh, four times 1.5 liters. So. I drank a lot of liquid six, so that six I could have liters. some bathroom breaks. Yeah. He, took, he drank six liters of pop. The, to break up the monotony. <laughs> Just so he at, at one point, I saw him curled up in two seats. I was in the fetal position because I just wanted it to stop. <laughs> So you can tell I might think he might not like it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's bad CGI, bad acting. It, it, the, 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 the Just ridiculous, ridiculous stuff going on. And it, nothing makes any sense. I mean, he's standing there on this giant... What? What was it? What, what kind of boat was it? I don't know. Carrier? Some, some sort of carrier. Aircraft carrier. The thing's like super noisy, ripping through the ocean. They're like 30 yards away, connected on this little boat... And he's screaming off the world. He's not even screaming. He's talking off the boat. And they're like hearing him. And I'm like, they can't hear you, dude. But then they talk. They're having a conversation mm-hmm. from 30 yards mm-hmm. apart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with like nothing but noise going on. Yeah, it's, it's a lot it's more stupid. than 30. Maybe it's a lot can... more than 30. And if you look carefully, they're on this boat and nobody's hair is moving. There's wind whipping around. <laughs> Why is there no going 100 hair miles moving? an hour on the boat? What is going on? They're like in a vacuum. I don't understand. This makes complete sense. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, the ridiculousness doesn't stop there. Plus, apparently it's funny to just, like, murder people for no reason. Like, they're laughing at the most unbelievable, awful things that, in some circumstances, I guess, could be funny if it was written properly. But it's just just awful. Everything was awful. Mm -hmm. They're bullies. I don't like them. So not only do you not wait, did you like the movie? No, the movie was a rage. Okay, so that we got that out of the way. But so on top of that, the people that are in the movie, not the, necessarily the actors, but the people portrayed in the movie are also terrible, awful people. So you're saying that they're kind of expendable. I would they say that. Well, this, the weird thing is, is there's no one to root for in this because everybody's awful. It's kind of like you want everybody it's to got, die. Actually, there is one person. He's a terrible person. There's one person worth rooting for. He laughed at some poor guy that got murdered because Stallone lost a ring in a fair bet to him. He got murdered because he beat him in a thumb wrestling contest. He should have gave back the ring. Why? Why would he? Why would he? He won it. He won it. And that's funny. Ha ha ha. We murdered a guy because he... Beat us in a contest. Ugh. 
This is just, this is like what? Who's writing this? This is like Bad Boys 2 level bad. Uh, It's like, I don't get (laughs) it. Do you remember Bad Boys 2 when they took their cars and ran through a village? Went through this whole village. Murdering everybody. Murdered like so many innocent people and laughing. And oh yeah, this is hilarious. You just absolutely murdered a bunch of, you know, kids and mothers. And yeah, it's funny. Yeah. All right. I feel like I've gone off the edge. That a was a little good. I, you know what? That was, you know, we weren't, we're not called film love. I just got to keep saying that. So here's what I thought about Expendables 4. Expendables 4 has four times worse of a story, has four times worse dialogue, has four times as bad of acting, non-existent plot situations where the good guys hit every shot and the bad guys never get hit. Oh, wait a minute. The bad, the bad guys couldn't hit anything. But wait, they were all bad guys. Yes. Right. Okay. So, so we get that clear. The terrible CGI backdrops. The terrible CGI. The terrible CGI blood. Science probability. Ridiculousness of every single scene from the opening scene and the way this film even starts, where Jason Statham is tricked by Stallone into starting a bar fight because he lost a bet, proving that they are both motherfucking assholes but then because he lost the bet as bryce has already alluded to he decides he's gonna kill this guy for no reason in the movie that except this guy beat him in a bet <laughs> That's so this funny. is this is the important part in the story they brought the movie in by by them starting a bar fight because stallone lost a bet Mm-hmm. For a ring. Yes, that's the. Genesis. And then he dies. Sorry, he gets murdered for that later. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the characterization of women as emotional wrecks, and that men are men, and that alcoholism is good for you and makes you a better sniper. Followed by more and more, obviously deplorable scene after deplorable scene. Oh wait, I think I lost my focus a little bit. So. All this was four times worse than three, which was four times worse than two, which was four times worse than the original, which was already unwatchable and terrible. So doing the math quickly, four times four times four times unwatchable makes us the worst movie of this year where even Megan Fox and her adequate acting- It's 256 times The raids, (laughs) the raids, eco- Yuas and Ong Box Tony Jaw could not save their talented careers by being in this and are forever going to be tarnished in my mind. And I fucking love Ong Bak and I love the raid. The fact that they put them in this movie to destroy my love of them, it's like I have no more hope for Asian cinema anymore because they've totally destroyed every single great... Yeah, this is so bad. On top of all that, mm. did I... Not understand one thing that Stallone said through uh-huh. the entire movie. Uh-huh. Like not one thing. Not there wasn't even one thing that uh-huh. he said that I wished I didn't have subtitles for. Uh-huh. And the film was so terribly predictable. Even Murray, and I was—he's trying to say it was me, but even Murray was spouting out what was going to happen next. No, I told you I was predicting it <laughs> as stuff was happening the whole movie. It was—it was just. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew the twist as soon as the guy showed yeah. up on the screen. I'm like, yeah, he's the real bad guy. So, for everyone's knowledge, the plot is the raid dude steals nuke stuff. They find him while he's actually doing the act. 
which they portray with knowledge that you interpret as having already happened. Like they go, oh, this guy stole these nukes. And then all of a sudden they go to him and he's there stealing the nukes. And you're like, what? He's just reporting that this guy stole the nukes. But then they get there and, and he's still stealing them. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. But then they magically show up to stop him in the act. Bad guys kill a major character. Statham gets fired. Then Megan Fox, who didn't go to on the adventure in the first place, is now the most qualified to lead this to lead team. The whole team. And the rest of the movie is copying what happened from what Murray says in number three. Number three. So I'm like, did they even write that? Like, is this just three? I, I forgot three because it was so awful. I don't know. Was this like three? Was exactly no, well, in, in three, he... No, apparently he, they weren't, they well, weren't no, working it, for a government organization. No, in, oh, in, in, that was th in three, Stallone fired all the old guys, okay, yeah. got a bunch of young hotshots, including yep. a bunch mm -hmm. of MMA mm -hmm. fighters, Ronda Rousey and a few mm -hmm. others, mm -hmm. Antonio Banderas. Mm -hmm. And what happens... Antonio all Banderas young, is an MMA fighter? No, he's he's one of the old farts. He's fired? Oh. But he, he was one of the ones... They had Kelsey Grammer too, but he wasn't on the team. Ah, uh, yeah. Kelsey yeah. Grammer fought in the MMA? <laughs> <laughs> sure. He liked to sleep. Uh, the point is, all these young hotshots got kidnapped and was up to Stallone and the old farts to rescue them, just uh, like this one. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically the third one, only four times worse. Mm. And no Terry Crew. Yeah. And no Terry Crew, which, you know, is the only thing worth watching in any movie. Um, this film was terrible. Please stop making these movies before they destroy cinema and every single great Asian actor that's ever been in an uh, action film. Just please stop doing it and stop inviting them to come on your terrible films. Yes. This, ter this movie was is probably for sure going to make my worst movie of this year. This by movie, far. This movie made the Poop Monster movie look good. Yeah. If I would have seen the Poop Monster movie after this, it might have been a meh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I saw the Poop Monster movie first. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not a monster. It's a demon. Right. Get it right. Poop it's a poop demon. Poop demon movie. That's right. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Demons are monsters. You know, know what that means, Mer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, I guess. Oh, you Rage! guess. Rage! 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 All right, Expendables, Expects Fordables. Expend Fordables. Anymore. Nice. Expend Fordables. <sighs> All right, make this quick. Make it quick. I'm watching Switchback. There you go. You <laughs> I'd like to switch back. I know. That's what you have to answer Sunday morning. If, if the phone rang Sunday morning during Switchback, you would answer it. Make it oh. quick. I'm watching Switchback and oh. you win a prize. I you meant the movie. I don't even know what you're talking about. The, right the, now. the show on this Sunday mornings on CBC in Calgary. That sounds like a TV show. Yeah, make it make it quick. I'm watching Switchback. It was live and they call TV. you. Apparently, and if you said make it pick up watching Switchback, make it quick. I'm watching Switchback. You would get a prize. Apparently, when Bryce has lost his mind, he talks it's, about things that humble, aren't movies. It had Humble Howard in it. All right. You know what? We're going to. Beloved radio host on XL Radio for uh, years. Uh, just so you know, we're going to bring this up every time Murray refers to somebody in a TV show. We're going to bring this point up with you yeah. going forward. Just no, I was a kid taking up all I, my time for I, my minutes. I'm literally hey going to say, hey Murray, "Hey Murray, make it quick! I'm watching Switchback." That that's exactly what I'm going to say when Bryce interrupts Murray the next time Thank he's talking you. about a TV actor. Thank you. Um, y'all know how much I love horror movies. 
Oh, wait, I don't. <laughs> That's right, he doesn't. Well, here's something for you to chew on. What? Article I saw. Nice. These are upcoming horror films for the next year, year What? Half, which All I'm right. sure you guys will love. Let's well, we might like. We got... I might love. Constantine 2. Oh, I God, am going no. to love. No. Conjuring... Last race. No, stop. It's going to be a man. The Conjuring universe. Final Destination what? 6. Bryce will love that. Yes. He loves Final Destination Bring it movies. on. The Crow. What? what? Another one. The what? No. What? See if, this one, see if this guy dies. Wait, was that a horror who's, movie? Who's? I think that's more of an action uh, anyway, story. Anyway, it's like the third version of it. Uh, oh. Unless it's starring Ben Affleck. Uh, um, I don't want anything to do with it. I Am Legend Brandon Lee. Chapter 2. <laughs> Yes. What is? I am Legend Chapter Two. Yes. What? Will Smith oh, is still out. How did he? Did he die in the first one? I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh, there's I a actually, couple. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. And a new arachnophobia. Oh yes. What? Murray, you just bring the joy every time. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will enjoy this. You can never get Some arachnophobia. I will not. You know what would be good is the arachnophobia versus anaconda because they both start with A. It's like A V A. Oh, sure. yeah. That would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Okay, my rage is going to be super, super, super simple. Ma- Bryce, what's the math? Four times four times four times four again. Two hundred fifty-six. Two hundred fifty-six. See, I can do times math of even awful. in my state. Yeah, two hundred fifty-six. I'm not sitting here with a calculator or anything. I don't even know what the math of two hundred fifty-six times unwatchable is, but it's a level of rage that could not be measured, mm. and that is exfordables. That's my rage. And I think there's because we all hated it, because we all hated it. I'm sure you all agree with me. Yes, that's it. It's nothing to nothing to talk about. Let's nothing to see here. Hurry up and call call and switch back. So this week I've been uh, uh, going to the Calgary International Film Festival every day, which has been fantastic, by the way. What has not been fantastic is my trip in on a few occasions because I've been riding my bike into work. What? Work. I call work? it work. It's now it's work ca- for you. It's become work. <laughs> Sorry, into the festival. So I get on my bike and I get on the path that's for... Cycling. Yes. Bikes only. Yes. And I've got people pushing their carriages with their babies. And I got people jogging on it. And I got people just walking with their 90-year-old grandmothers. People. Not 15 yards away is the pedestrian path. Get on the pedestrian path. If you're not on something that has wheels, get off the path. Babies and strollers have wheels. Yeah, the stroll. Okay, so if you want to push the stroller and mm-hmm, then get mm-hmm. the hell off because you're walking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then go ahead. Just what if you're walking your bike? Can you be on the bike trail? No, 
You can't. You are now a pedestrian. You get off the bike. But you have two wheels. Yeah, you're not on the bike. Sounds like you could. You could get on the bike, and then you're you're you are no longer a pedestrian. But as long as your feet are on the ground, you're a pedestrian. Okay, so let me ask you this: head, foot. That's what it means. Let me ask you this question. Yes. So if there's a bike path, yeah, and a walking path, yes, and a road, yes, and your bike. You, yeah. can be on you can be all on all of the, those. You can be on the no. You can't be on the walking path. You if you're walking your bike, you can. If you're walking your bike, you can be on the walking. Right. Path. Okay. Yes. So, so what I'm hearing you say, just so we're all clear here. Yes. Us in this room and every all our. Anyways, seven I just don't want to. I just don't want to run over some person's ninety-year-old grandmother because they're being. Stupid. Now you know how cars feel when you're riding your bike going forty kilometers an hour, and you, there's a perfectly good bike path right beside you. Yeah, I don't know. Now what you you're know exactly about. how a car feels that drives. Oh, stop it! There's I'm usually I'm usually when I'm on that road, it's a, because there's t- at least two lanes. Get in the other lane; it's fine. Are you one of these guys who mm-hmm. rides in the middle of the lane? I will ride. No, I don't ride in he the middle of the in lane. He rides in both lanes. But here's 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 some the thing, of them ride Mur. the middle of the lane doing 30 kilometers an hour in a 60 kilometer an hour zone. Here's the thing, Mur. I I, I absolutely don't. But I also do take it further. If I'm if I'm on the right hand side and you go whizzing by me, that's cool. I got no problem with that. But you better not have a problem when I go whizzing by you again. All right? Because it goes both ways. So I could sit there and I could fall and I could be there in traffic and I could be seventh in line, no problem. But you know what? If those seven cars that just came to the stoplight went and whizzed by me two blocks ago, I'm gonna go right up to the stoplight again. Nice. Because you went by me. It's my lane. I, I'm go. going right by you again. This is the insight that you get into Bryce's mind right now. I also pedestrians have, have no rights. I also have, bicyclists yes, do. I have a counterpoint. Fuck you, cars. That's the rage. Is that counterpoint right? Counterpoint I have. Yes. Is bicyclists are the best. No, and we should all be on bikes. We should stop driving. They stop killing walking. our planet. Particularly on fifth. No, walk is, where you're supposed to walk. Yeah, well, ride where you're supposed to ride. That's my counterpoint. This is the I best. Is, is this the, is the, the best rage ever. My bike is a vehicle. The, they ride on the freaking sidewalk. Okay, that they should not do. I'm 100%. Where the pedestrians are. Absolutely. And there's a bike lane right there. Yeah, you, just, you don't ride on the sidewalk. You know but what? they ride on the sidewalk. And they took away parking downtown for the goddamn bike lanes. But they still ride on the sidewalk. That's uh, my point. This is the best so race. So it works we've had. both I, ways, Bryce. Well, no, it's, I don't. I don't. I never ride on the sidewalk. This is everywhere. I'm a vehicle. It's, it's, yeah, Why but would I be you're on like the one of the 99. The, the, uh, 1% of 99. That's true. You are an anomaly, Bryce. Yes, because I've seen them. And they also don't stop for. The lights, either. That's me. I I've do seen all them those barrel things. through red lights while everybody else is waiting for yeah, the light I, to I change. Do when I'm either. riding my bike, I break. So every yeah, I'm more likely to do that in my car. Forgive I don't pay me for not liking people on bikes. Yeah, I also wanna... mowing me down on the sidewalk. You know I... what you need to do is get a bike. No. Yeah, that's what I you should do. Bike. But you know what's more important? He won't break a rule that I asked him to do. But then on our way to the cinemas last night, he broke yeah. three and goes, oh, did I even know that was a rule? Well, no, well, no, it so wasn't that I didn't know it was a rule. So well, I didn't, please, I didn't, please elaborate. I, didn't, I had no idea what I was doing because I'm driving. I don't know. I, I should never be allowed to drive. <laughs> did he roll through stop signs? No, I wanted him no. to do a U-turn in a place that you're not supposed to do a U-turn. Right. Yeah. But then... 
He did a double line. I'm not going to cross a double <coughs> he, line to do a U-turn. He ran a red light. It was actually perfectly red. And he's like, I'm just turning here. <laughs> I did not. You did so. I, I didn't notice that that was a red light. <laughs> there was like three I different. Was driving. But you know what? The, the, the point that we're trying to make, people, what is, the is, point? is just stay use, in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Exactly. That's it. That's a good rage. And I swear, if I see somebody on a bike on the sidewalk again, I want to freaking push them over. There you go. That's fine. I'm, I'm all for that. Mark. Yes. Do it. Jerks. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse. Slowing. Anger. Fading. All right. Well, our last little bit here is just to remind everybody that we want you to go to Calgary International Film Festival and start checking things out. Now, I'm going to tell you the rest of Film Rage's schedule here quickly so that you will know exactly where we will be for this particular festival. Okay? So, today, we will be seeing Immediate Family at 5 o'clock, Unsinkable, and then the Royal Hotel. Thursday, we'll be watching Werner Herzog, Radical Dreamer. Friday, The Stones and Brian Jones, which is a great name for a doc, by the way. Seven Veils, When Evil Lurks. Saturday, we'll be at Blaga's Lessons, Inside the Yellow Cocoon Shell, La Chimera, or La, La Chimera, and Mayhem. And then on Sunday, we're at Anatomy of a Fall, and then we have 20 more things we got to do. So, what I'm suggesting to you is that you go to Calgary... No, sifcalgary.what? Com. C-A. Dot C-A. There you go. Because it's Canada. Remember, we had that conversation. Dot C-A. And effective tomorrow. C-I-F-F Calgary. Yes. And effective tomorrow, their online portion of the festival opens up. So you can see shorts packages. All the shorts And I believe that it's not geo-blocked for a few provinces around Alberta. So check it out. Go to sifcalgary.ca and check it out. That's what I have to say. Cool. Now, guess what we got to do? Go back to watching more movies. There we That's go. That's the only person who's tired. That's right. We're all tired. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended film Rage family who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, and God of Rage for the voice of Rager Darren. Casey will be back next week Eventually. at our regular podcast. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. We always want to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, share, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dares to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, 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 that's it until Sunday, where we'll have our SIF wrap-up and go over our favorites for the second half of the festival. Now, please, 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 please make us rage. That's it for this episode. Rage on. Rage on. <laughs>